It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel, Simon, your humble servant and host of the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonjour. I want to start the show before I get to your calls by a little story. So I've been single for a while and obviously, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm very careful with the pandemic. So I must say I have not met anybody really and that's just me. I just, I just wait for very soon for better situations. But somebody asked me, what is the one quality you would want to find in a new partner, Simon? And my answer is this, somebody who loves life as much as I do. You gotta love life. And so it's a lifestyle. Uh, it's finding your joie de vivre. It's the gratitude. It is looking at sunset and, and sun, sunrise, which I post if you follow at Rendezvous Radio. But somebody, please, who loves life, not somebody who wants to self-destroy. That's my wish. Anyway, back to you. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Chelsea. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chelsea. What's going on with your husband at night? Well, every night when we're ready to get into bed, my husband just sort of grabs all the covers and pulls them up over himself without, like, taking the time to make sure that there's going to be covers for me. So then I get up and I sort of straighten out the covers so that I can have some. And he gets really irritated and then I get irritated that he's irritated with me. And I just wish that before he would actually like cover himself up that he would take the time to straighten them out so that we both can get covers. <laughs> so, I mean, that sounds very logical and fair. So have you told him about that? I have, yeah. And he'll say, yeah, I totally understand. Okay, I get it. And then the next night, he just kind of like grabs all the covers in a big pile again. And I just, like, I, I feel like I've been pretty clear about this. And I don't know why something so small seems so difficult. Yeah, um, for two reasons. Um, a, there's a, some of, of a almost childish reaction uh, of when mm -hmm. you were a little boy, you know, in... You have a brother or sister, you do that. I remember doing that, you know, selfishly when I was like six or eight with my brother Benjamin, you know, we would go to <laughs> summer camp, the winter camp ski. But that's when you're six or seven or eight years old, not now. I have a solution. I don't know if you're going to like it, but I think I have a solution for you. Very practical. Okay. How about you put two covers on the bed, right? So you fold one cover on his side, independent, and one cover on your side, independent of his. So oh, yeah. then you can't take your covers, you can't take his, and you're both covered. That sounds great. That sounds a lot better it's, than arguing right. every night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, because you want peace in the bedroom. I think that, yes. you know, it's one place we have so much stress during the day, you know, especially the way it has been. So, like, I don't want you to have fights over the cover. I'd rather have you one cover folded for him on his side, another one for you on his side. That's it. I love it. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Jesse, that's a technique that I would be using. So thank you for your question, and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you. Same. Coming up, I am going to go answer Sam's Facebook message question because he went on a date with a lovely girl, and then something happened that made him send me this Facebook message. So his question is next. 
So when you have a question about your relationship and, and you can't call me during show hours or don't want to leave me a message, remember, you can just send me a, a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Like Sam did, he goes, Bonjour, Simon. I went on a date with this beautiful girl, but she kept telling me things she found out about me from Google and it made me think she might be a little cuckoo or crazy, like she knew the name of my first dog from when I was a kid. So Simon, if you were me, would you go out with her again or not? Uh, that's a good question, Sam. If you go on a date with somebody who knows too much about you from the get-go because of Google and it makes you feel a little uncomfortable, should you go out with them again or not? I'll tell you what I think next. Simple question. Say you go on a date with a very attractive person, charming and all that. But during the dinner date, what happens is that that person starts telling you things about you and even your childhood and from Google and other things. And she or he even knows the name of your first dog from back when you were a kid. And then you start thinking, should I go out with that person again? And that's why Sam sent me that email. Well, Sam, here's the rule. If you have to ask me about it, is you have a doubt. If you have a doubt, you should follow it and not go on a date with her again. Women have an intuition. I don't think men have an intuition. We have an instinct. But when you have this doubt about a second date, just don't go. That's my advice. So no second date for that person and uh, find somebody who doesn't freak you out on the first date. You've got to respect what you feel on the first date. It's so important for the future. Don't ignore it. It will protect you. You call that next. If you have a romantic story to share, something that made your heart feel good, that made you feel good, please call my show now and share 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lisa. Bonjour, Simone. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have a romantic story you would like to share. Please, go ahead. I do. And it brings such fond memories to me all the time. I had an ex... Uh, who loved getting up at the crack of dawn, going outside and picking fresh rose petals. He uh -huh. put them in a brown paper bag, and then he'd come in and he'd pull the covers back and pour the petals all over my body with the cold morning dew on them. It was Ooh. the most beautiful and romantic thing. It was fabulous. I, I, I sure. How did that make you feel? It uh, made me feel fabulous. It was all cold and all rosy smelling. And then, you know, the ooh-la-la -la comes next, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to suggest some ooh-la-la -la would be afterwards, right? <laughs> Almost deaf. <laughs> Almost deaf. I like that. <laughs> oh, well, listen. When you find such a romantic man, you have such romantic ulala, right? Right. And and a lot of men don't realize it's okay to be romantic. That's, that's true. That's the part that the women really love. I know. Listen, that's what I'm preaching every night on the rendezvous. Romance, yeah. romance, romance. It's, yeah, it's, it's romance so important. Yeah, romance on the rendezvous, you got to have a tete-a-tete. You got to do it. You know, <laughs> you know it. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing, and have a wonderful night. Thank you, Simone. I love you. Ooh, ooh la la. Ooh la la, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to Linda's voicemail, because apparently 
Her boyfriend is too close to somebody else and, and she needs help. Her voicemail is next. So you know the good news that you're never alone if you have a question for me. You just dial 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail with your question and I'll answer on air. Just like for Linda's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. I love your show and I'm really hoping you could help me. My name is Linda and I've been seeing this guy for a few months and I love when someone's really close to their family, but sometimes they're a little bit too close and my boyfriend spends every night with his, like he has to go home to be with his mother and she's using it as an excuse during COVID and I'm just not sure if that's weird or if I should be more understanding and I'm not sure how long I should give it and what to do. So I love the show. I can't wait to hear your response and um, help me. Linda, thank you for the voicemail and the question. Yeah, what should you do if your boyfriend is basically too close to his mom? I'll tell you my strategy. Coming up next. So, this is a dilemma. Linda left me a voicemail saying, you know, kind of basically her boyfriend is too close to his mom. And listen to this. After they spend the evening together and are romantic and all that, he says that he has to go back to sleep at his mother's house. And Linda's wondering, well, listen, should I stay with a guy like this? So I'm asking you, would you stay with a guy like this? Who, after the evening, no matter what time it is and whatever you've done, says, sorry, I'm going to sleep at my mom's house. <laughs> listen, big red flag, and it's time to say au revoir, hasta la vista, buenas noches, bye-bye. Because, honestly, A, I'm not sure he actually goes to his mom, so I don't know if he's telling the truth. And if he is, this is so ridiculous for an adult when you're with somebody that why would you want to stay with a guy like this? So Linda, get rid of that boyfriend tonight. Tonight. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Carrie. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Welcome to the rendezvous. I'm good. So what's going on? How can I help you? Well, my husband and I, we've been married for eight years, and it's, it's wonderful. We've got two children. We have three dogs. I mean, just a houseful. And my question to you is, with, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, how does my husband and I, how do we have an adult time together with everybody in the house? I'm not talking about, you know, just like the ooh-la-la. I'm talking about adult conversations or just some type of alone time where we cuddle or watch a movie or anything without the kids screaming and the dogs barking and uh. yeah um so once the kids are asleep and you are together in your bedroom do you feel there's a sense of kind of privacy and peace or not even by that time, and it's 10 o'clock, and he's got to go to work in the morning, we're both so tired. I mean, we're in bed, and we just roll over almost like roommates now, which is not good, and just go to sleep. Okay. How about uh, the weekends? How about, is there any time the weekends so where it's morning or night? My idea is to find a time where you can lock the door, run the shower, so nobody hears. You can have conversations, candle, music. And it could be, you know, either in the morning before the kids are up or at night. Or if somebody, you know, you trust somebody in this day, family member or friend to watch your kids, you guys can go out. Is there any options there? 
Yeah, I mean, I have my mom close that she could probably, you know, watch my four-year-old. My my sixteen-year-old, he's fine. I just I wouldn't. I don't yeah. necessarily want him to watch my four-year-old. But there are, I do have some people around that I guess I could ask. Yeah, I mean, if if you feel safe doing it, I would do this, and I would take drives. I would do, you know, like remember when you were eighteen, nineteen, and you would escape your parents, and you would take a car and have the best picnic and fun and ooh-la-la in the woods, in the mountains, by the lake, by the ocean. In, remember that, that time? Yeah, I do. Yeah, me too. And I, I miss that time. And so I think your mom watch the kids, you guys get out, could be go to dinner, go a picnic, take a walk, you talk, and that's you time. And I think if you can do this and you should do this, it's going to be fun, it's going to be exciting, and after that, just like we were 18 or 19, it's on. <laughs> I could do that. That's, that's good. I never really thought about it. All right, then. Okay. So please do this. Good luck to you. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate it. It's funny because I just read a story uh, about who is the worst enemy of monogamy in relationships. Uh, if you want to know the answers, stay with me. So I, I was reading this article about what is uh, and who is the worst enemy of, of monogamy. And it's monotony. Monotony is, in relationships, marriages, partnerships, the worst enemy of monogamy. And what is monotony? It's the extreme boredom. I multiply by a thousand. The boredom where you know before it starts how the day is going to be, what your partner is going to say. When you're gonna, you know, do this? Um, that nothing is new, no new flavors, no colors, new adventures, nothing new. And if you don't take this seriously, that monotony is a huge enemy of your relationship, and you don't go wild and savage sometimes, it will it will destroy it. So how do you get wild and savage when life is monotonous? I'll tell you that next. So now that we know monotony is the worst enemy of monogamy, and that's why people, you know, cheat and, and stray and this and that, then, and, you know, we live in a such crazy world, but it's very hard to make time for ourselves. And here's, here's how to get wild and savage sometimes. Just remember when you were 20 years old, please. No matter how old you are, remember how spontaneous you would be taking a car, a bike, a ride, and how, whether it's romantic, whether it's ulala, whether it's a message, whatever it was, and go for it. That's my advice. Wild and savage makes the relationship exciting. And even if it's once a month, and it's not just the ulala, it's the romance, it's just spontaneous or planned, but unpredictable by the other partner. That is the definition against being monotonous. Please, wild and savage. <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> That's my advice. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Aaron. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Aaron. What's up? Um, well, I, I've been dating this girl for about a couple of weeks now, and um, it's been going well so far, but uh, anytime she spends the night, she doesn't completely spend the night. Like, uh, she... She leaves in, in the morning, the next morning, I don't see her there. Um, so I just don't know if that's like a warning sign or um, just want to get some advice. So first of all, how does that make you feel when you wake up and she's not there? 
it makes me feel like defeated like i'm like i i'm doing something wrong or she just doesn't feel comfortable you know like to be with me um like i'm doing something wrong you know okay but you you've only been dating for three weeks yeah i yeah i guess that's right. true yeah so um you know i i think that is not against you i don't think it's a, a defeat at all uh, I think that um, some people take more time to be comfortable at somebody else's places. Remember that in the morning, everybody has to prepare and get ready and shower and everything else. And so, unless you're very comfortable with somebody, you want to use your own bathroom and enjoy if you get my drift. So, that's what I think this is about. Uh, a level of comfort and privacy still needed at this stage, which is kind of normal after only three weeks. So, please, Aaron, don't think it's against you. Don't feel defeated. And let it naturally and organically changes over time, okay? Okay. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Really, nothing to feel bad about. You know, women need their time. Women deserve their privacy. And women don't like to be, you know, you know interrupted when they are, you know, preparing for their workday and everything else. It's, it's, I've, I've learned that. You know, so you have to leave them alone and give them their space, okay? Okay. Will do. Thanks, Simon. Have a good night, Aaron. I will. Thank you. You know, we've, we've often talked about the role of cell phone in, in our relationship these days. So I have a question for you. Do you go through your partner's phones? Yes? No? Let's talk about that next. Hey, do you go through your partner's phone? It's a simple question. Do you go through your partner's phone? I mean, we often talk about that, the importance of cell phone. A lot of bad things have happened because of a cell phone. Also, a lot of good things happen because of cell phone. Because cell phone is a wonderful tool to say, also, I love you, I miss you, I need you. It's also a tool to cheat. It's also a tool with the DM. So anyway, I wanted to know what you did with your partner's phone. 78% of you voted no, it's none of my business. And 22% of you voted yes, sometimes I go through my partner's phone. Thank you for voting at Rendezvous Radio. I appreciate that. And my advice is not to go through your partner's phone, but ask your partner to open the phone in front of you whenever you want to know. But in front, not behind. That's my last advice for tonight. Thank you so much et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.